everybody, how's it going tonight? So tonight we got some special guests on. We have Gailene Norman that's gonna be jumping on here shortly. Wanted to go over a few things. Had some changes come up recently with uh, Stratotech Raceway. Just a reminder that 94 decibels done at 100 feet is what the new regulations are. We're gonna have a sound meter out at Castle Raceway or Rad Torque Raceway for the next uh, couple of weeks. And we're gonna be monitoring cars and seeing about how long they're, or how loud they are. So it'd be a good time to uh, test that. We just really wanna be, you know, good neighbors to the people of Sturgeon County and Fort Saskatchewan so that, you know, they welcome the drifting out there and they welcome uh, racing at the track. So we're gonna be under a sound warning for the next little while. But hey, I got a couple people jumping in here. I'm gonna just grab, uh, let me see here. Waiting, waiting for Emily to jump on. Emily Hardham Racing wanted to jump in and say hi. She's a big part of our team, obviously my daughter. So she wanted to be part of this. So we'll just wait for her to, uh, to jump in here. While we're doing that, uh, Thursday night, open drift. That's tomorrow at a Rad Torque Raceway. Gates open at 4.30, so that'll be a great time. Hey, let me just jump, grab Emily quick. And Gaylene, I see you there. We'll do let you in. See if Emily's pulling on. Hey there. Hi. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Amazing that you're just in the other room. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce you and you can tell me a little bit about what you're excited for, okay? Hi, I'm Emily. Okay. And I am basically the drift daughter and uh, one of the racers of Mini Cup Racing. So, yeah. All right. So when you're not driving your little Mini Cup car around the Rad Torque Raceway or at Stratotech, uh -huh. what do we usually find you doing at events? What do you normally do? Probably helping my mom at the probably helping my mom at the front gate. All right. On Thursdays and just hanging out with you. Plus doing merch. and other stuff. So what do you want to do in the future? Do you see yourself drifting? Yes. I do. All right. Well, that's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be keeping watching you, so you're probably excited uh, to have Chelsea come out. Oh, he was one yeah. of the first people to follow you on your page after you got going with your little race car there. So Yes, shout out to him if he's watching. Awesome. Well, you get back to doing your homework. I got to jump on with Gaylene, so you can sign out, okay? All righty, see you later. Awesome. Nice to have uh, full family support there. So if you're out to our events, guaranteed you've seen seen her. Hey, Gaylene, how's it going? Pretty good about yourself. Good, good. Sorry, I had to, multiple people want to jump <laughs> in. I mean, my little girl's out at just about every single event that we do. So, I mean, she gets more attention than sometimes my car does with her little race car. So Yeah, I've definitely seen her there. Yeah, that's right. So, well... Man, you, you've been around doing just about everything, drifting, road racing, everything. Why don't you just tell people who may not know you or have seen you around 
what you do, what you've done? Uh, sure. Like how far back do you want me to go? Because it's been okay. Well, I think I started drifting around two thousand four. I started helping okay. out with drift events around then with some events at Boundary Bay, and then some events at Agassiz, um with Trent and some other guys. But I think the big thing I did for years where I got to meet everybody was I ran a car club called North with Nissans um, for the better part of almost two decades. Okay. Um, that was where I got to meet everybody. Like, uh, I think I've met most of the people that run this series that have been doing it for a long time through the Nissan Car Club stuff. Right. Uh, whether or not they were out in the West or I was in Alberta or in Oregon somewhere or whatever it was. Um, but I've been doing that for almost 20 years. Uh, I don't wow. really do it much anymore. I used to, <laughs> so, it just kind of ran out of steam. Um, Nissan Fest was the last big event that I did at Evergreen Speedway for years. And that one kind of bit the bullet about three years ago when we couldn't do it anymore. So right, that's right. lost a little bit of momentum, but um, it's been fun. Well, you must be jumping back into it. You registered for the shootout. I understand yeah. you got a new car being built. Um, and before that, I guess you, you've helped out Ian a few times. I've seen you seen you around, whether you're spotting for Ian when he was competing a couple of years back. So have you worked with Ian before doing other stuff or give a bit of oh, background? Yeah, back and forth for years. I mean, I've been drifting with Ian for probably 10 years or so, uh, on and off for whatever it was. We'd go out to, I think my favorite event we did was Park, All right. where I almost took the back of his car off with a friend of mine from across turn three or something. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, he's been a, a good friend of mine for a long time. He built my motor. He helped me build most of my car. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. His kids his kids are awesome. I love chasing around and they come and help us out and bring us lug nuts yeah. and stuff. So always a good time with them. Yeah, no, I like I like having them out and especially having that family aspect. It's it's a great part of uh, what the series is and seeing people that have been in the scene for a long time still coming out, bringing their kids and yeah. and family is really good. We did. So, a... Yeah, you've been around the drift scene for a long time. So I was uh, looking back past photos. I saw that you and uh, Gaston were on the podium down at Evergreen. <laughs> so you definitely got the uh, chops to hang with these guys. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the build that you got going on and, and what you're bringing to the shootout? Um, the, it's a 2000 Nissan Skyline. It's got an RB25 that Ian built for me. Um, really nothing super special about that right now. I did a full overhaul on it after I broke a rod a couple of years back. Um, but it has to, it made like 400 at the night now, right now. But we'll turn okay. the boost up a little bit before we hit um, the shootout. And it's got basically full GK Tech everything underneath it because they're the only real okay. company that makes our chassis stuff at this point for me. And I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I've driven it maybe 10 times and since I built it. But okay. uh, now it's going in for a cage in like a week. And... Yeah, it's just going to be 
hop back to the seat and see if I remember what I'm doing for a couple of test days, and then we're going to see if I remember how to compete. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really looking forward to it out there. I mean, that'll be a new track, so it should be a pretty even playing field for for a lot of people. I mean, we had Ian out testing the track. We've since made a few changes to it. We had Ryan Lontane jump in and uh, sort of go through some of the footage and help us with a new layout just to make it a maybe flow a little bit better than our initial uh, track choice. So we'll be awesome. releasing that shortly, shortly here. But it should be a really, really fun one. I mean, if it rains, we're everyone's on equal footing. And if it doesn't, I think that 400, 450 horsepower will will kind of be the, the benchmark of what's needed to really make that track flow. I mean, Ian was really pushing it in third gear for him and yeah. it, it looked really, really good at that speed. Um, so you got an RB25. Why that engine choice? Just because it's in the car. That's the what it came with. Uh, no, it was a it was an NA RB20 that was in the car when I bought it. Okay. Um, I pulled that out. I ended up buying two RB25s for thousand bucks. So that kind of went down that road. That's why I went down that road. Um, right. And unfortunately, the first one blew up. Uh, end of 2018 put a, put a hole in the block so that was the end of that one uh, but right. this one's it's got oversized pistons and higher compression a whole bunch of stuff that i wanted a little more low-end torque so okay that was one i went after and it was just you know for a thousand bucks i really couldn't say no and everything bolts in so that was nice but it's backed by a, a cd box so i don't have to worry about because that was the one thing I was known for with my old 180 was blowing up transmissions. So okay, <laughs> you got the, the CD09 behind it, so it should be a nice, nice gear ratios, all that. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so that's a thousand bucks. It was with the the engine that you had two of them for a thousand bucks, so you probably could have. Yeah, won't find that deal anymore these days. But <laughs> ten times your money on that if you did decide to build it into a race motor. Yeah. Yeah. It's like us, and then you're you're also what Skyline is it that you're using? It's an RB4. Okay, so, so again, like a terrible choice to to wreck a chassis like that. But yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> we got to do it well, right. So lucky for I like, me, I like, like it was yeah, it was an insurance write off when I bought it, so it okay. really wasn't that bad for a price wise. But um, yeah, if I ever wreck it, there's going to be some changes for sure. Because yeah, I don't think I can no afford difference. to redo it. <laughs> well, I mean, just just the parts and stuff alone are are getting high for those cars for sure. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite track that you've uh, that you've run? My favorite track that I've got to be Park. I don't know what it is about that track, but it was just it's so kind of small and flowy. It was really fun. And so were, you, um, were you there after they repaved it? No, I haven't been there since then. This okay. was. Probably six years ago, mid twenty sixteen. Kind of when it was uh, did that height when Turk was doing his uh, his series out there, and then they were doing those bashes after Seattle. That looked like like a great time. And they put a bunch really, of money into it. Yeah, widened it, and then it kind of. I don't think anything's going on there right now, which is one of the sad things that seems to be going on with tracks. We're kind of facing one of the similar things with the noise regulation around us, and. Uh, the the nice thing with park was it's it's like it's so far off the beaten trail they don't really have that issue um 
which was really nice because like there's literally nobody there. It's just in a big open farmland. And well, I wonder what they're having, why they're not doing events. They still do some events. Like I've seen a few recently, okay. but not as many. But they're like their bread and butter. I think for is carting because oh, okay. it's such a small track. Like you'll show up there on a carting weekend. There's probably like twenty stacker trailers with carts. Oh wow! So okay. yeah, like that's we see it. Like I mean, we we see all the uh, video basically from you know Chelsea with his drift school and yeah. and just what he really throwing it down, doing backies into that turn one and just having the greatest time of, you know, living the, living the dream life that we all, all wish that we had. And then it kind of just seemed to not be going on too much anymore. But so Park Park is definitely one on, on my list. I haven't been there. We've had quite a few guys that have been down and driven Park, but I unfortunately haven't made that, that trip. So I'll have to do it's, that soon. It's a long, it's like, it's a long, even for me, it's a long drive. It's, <laughs> the time you get into like Oregon and then to park, it's like almost seven, eight hours. Yeah. Uh, because it's in a little like nowhere town. Um, so yeah, like and we came back one day and we hit ha uh, traffic going up the I-5. So then it turned into a 12 hour day. Just getting oh, home. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I can get it ahead pretty quick. I'll have to tag it on to some other event as maybe I'm going to. <laughs> or something maybe when we're trying to do another track so what's a dream track of yours to drive what's the uh what's your ultimate one i see you uh, i see you got a set of courses set up so you've driven probably most of them virtually yeah what's one that you just go i gotta get there one day and drive it uh willow springs is one i want i want really want to drive okay um and I think U.S. Air looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, I was watching some video of those guys uh, this last weekend. What was it? The I don't know what the what the event was, but all those guys on the Patriot course, I guess, and it looked like an amazing time. Super. Oh high yeah, speed. that was Hyperfest, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, I knew it was one of the fests. I didn't know whether it was Fest East and West, so I didn't want to didn't want to get it wrong. Um, so when you when you think about uh like drifting in competition what's your what's your preference like you joined the shootout but would you have came if it was a back to doing like a four round or a three round series or do you like the idea of the shootout yeah like that was what i was after I, i'd like to do a full season of something again okay. um i haven't done i don't think i've done a full season of competition probably 10 years right um i spent a lot of time doing fun events with like people like ian um, and just really enjoying drifting and having fun. But every time I showed up to like a grassroots event, I didn't have a cage in the car. I showed up to a grassroots event, and I, you know, either podium or like pretty high. The challenge wasn't there anymore. Right. So, you know, doing something a little higher scale is something I'm excited about. Right. Uh, but yeah, I definitely would like a, a a full season of something. Awesome. Well, we're gonna we're gonna accommodate next year. <laughs> Yeah. I like to ask people that because we see a lot of guys sort of jump out of the woodwork and, and sign up for the shootout. And I, you kind of just want to see if it's because it's one event that makes it easy to join or if they like the, like the traveling aspect. It seems like that the, the appeal of the shootout isn't quite what it was like maybe three years ago and when it was really easy to get a license. And now it's more like guys want to drive with maybe uh better drivers in a 
in like in a competition setting at multiple tracks. So we're, we're going to have some exciting announcements coming soon on the tracks that we're going to be running for the series for next year. So it'll be good. It'll be good for lots of the BC guys, I'm sure, which will be, be nice. Uh, because that's probably been the biggest thing about coming to mission and having the events there with the track being so open to drifting and especially having the series come was meeting new people, new faces in the, you know, that you're competing against driving with. And that's been, that's a, that's the best part about drifting is meeting the new people and, uh, and driving with them and just yeah. lifelong friends from it. Right. Um, Who's going to be your biggest competition? Do you think in the, you, you, so yeah, you have a unique perspective. You you're a spotter, yeah, and you watch the and compete. So most of the same people are there. A few new ones out of Evergreen that I don't know. But okay. who would you say your biggest comp's going to be in there? Uh, for me, it's always going to be Ian. <laughs> always, just because he and I have just driven together for so long, I always right. push myself to basically try and keep up with him. Um, yeah. So I think. Trying to beat him is basically on my bucket list. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the fun part for me. Like, he and I will compete until we're basically out of time. Like, it's it's never yeah. – uh, and it's just fun for us. Um, so, I think that's going to be good. Um, and, I mean, Aaron Day is another one because I've known him for so long. I want to try and beat right. his ass, too. <laughs> yeah. But I guess you haven't, and you would have driven with probably Aaron in the past as well, right? Uh, no, I did. No? I met him down at, at uh, Evergreen, I think, when he was doing, but I wasn't driving that year. Okay. He was doing the 5.8s, and I was helping somebody else with the 5.8s. Um, right. I thought maybe that's when you guys would have overlapped, but... No, because I think he, he did competition that year, and I switched over to, like, more fun events. So okay. we didn't ever really compete at that point. But yeah. yeah, definitely somebody I'm looking forward to. Yeah, he's definitely one guy. He just shows up and like turns it on. I yep. mean, second lap out, he nails the track, and it's like, oh, okay. Everyone needs to jump up to that level. And I think Ian's probably that same same type of guy where he uh, he has two different modes. When he was out testing with us uh, <laughs> last week, I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure there's more in that. And uh, there's always more. I was talking to his dad, and he's yeah, he's just taking it easy. Don't worry. Because in competition, but he, something switches, and he's just a whole other gear, right? Yeah. But I watched, I'm, um, was it his, Ian and Roland Gallagher years ago at one of the Evergreen Paramount events. Um, both of them had run out of tires. And they were running the 5.8s on basically tires that had no tread left. Yeah. And all you saw was sparks coming off the rear bumpers because they were just dragging the five-inch wall over and over and over. over. And over. Was that when he was still in his uh, supercharged uh, motor or was that when he was back to the RV? Yeah, I think that was still the VK. That okay. was still, but it was like these guys, I mean, they've been driving together since they started drifting. So they're very comfortable with these cars. So it was, you know, like this far away from yeah. each other, like bumping off the five-inch wall. Uh, yeah. It was really fun to watch. Oh, that's awesome! No, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to this event. It's uh, it's it's a new track, is exciting, and just uh, like I don't know, a new layout, something a little bit different than the last two nice. two years of run. Uh, it makes it exciting for everybody, I think. And then we still have the old track coming back for the Sunday Fun Day. Um, 
How about FD? Are you a big fan? You watch it quite a bit still? I still watch it most of the time. Uh, okay. Watching Dylan Hughes win this, like the last round, was really, really good to see. He's been yeah. working really hard. And I remember when he used to show up to some of the other Evergreen events. He was like 18, maybe, at the right. time. Like he was just this little kid that showed up with his car. And, um, he kind of still looks like that little kid that shows up with his car. He, he, he does. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> different car. Um, yeah. But it was really good to see him, like, after all that work, really come together at the end and win that event. Really right. Cool. Who's your uh, favorite FD driver? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, probably Osmo. Osmo? I met him the one year he showed up with the Red Super. And he and I had a good chat that year, and it was fun. But, yeah. Uh, He's a pretty yeah. down-to-earth guy. I think we, we see there's a there's a ton of them that are really like that. I yeah. mean... Definitely for us, I think, you know, like Chelsea's one of my favorites just from his whole story is yeah, like the absolute dream watching him like struggle with that BMW. And, you know, like he's local for the, I think it, well, he's local for everywhere. It seems like he was Florida. He was like Jersey for a while. And then he lived up in, in uh, Oregon, like and... green area for a long yeah. time. But uh, just seeing him like now at the top of the game and sort of at the top of what drifting has to offer is pretty interesting. And, you know, we're looking forward to having him out and, and seeing him drive. I think that would be, that'll yeah. be a fun one. Do you ever yeah. see him, uh, what was it, XDC at PGP? Yeah, well, uh, back when, uh, like on Vimeo or whatever, when him and Cody Slack were making those videos, like <laughs> the Say Howdy Get Rowdy videos. And yeah. that he was doing like XDC and FD at the same time and uh, just forever a shredder. It's, yeah. uh, it'll be neat to have him out and just sort of, he's, even though he's at the top of the game, he seems to be really down to earth and can chat and, and go with anybody. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, how about uh, Strato Bash? You must have heard that a lot of the BC guys have come out and done our, our, a September long weekend event. Uh, something uh, that you're maybe down to come and uh, join? I, I, I tried to buy tickets, but I was, uh, when you guys released them, I was midway through a session at VIMC for Time okay. Attack and did not get in at time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Oh, we got, we got another, we got another set coming up on June 1st at six o'clock. So we'll, yeah. uh, uh, I'm going to be watching that one. <laughs> Make sure you're watching that. Maybe we'll give a, a a pass away for, I don't know, the most exciting driver at the shootout. We'll give away a pass for, the, good. Uh, yeah. for the shootout. So that'll be cool too. Um, well, anything else? Any sponsors you want to shout out? Anything you want to say before I let you go? No, no. I'd say just a big thanks to Neil at SCG. He's been helping me a lot and Tyson. Um, but we're digging the car out this week and going to get it prepped. So I'm excited for that. Excellent. That sounds good. And then obviously Ian for uh, building the motor. Oh. And you got a you got a good group of people up there, so it's, it's yeah. It's Ian and see. Ian and Tim have always been just such great supporters of mine. Even though they're trying to run their own program, they're always every time they need help, they're just there to help. So yeah, can't forget that. That's like the big drift family. That's kind of how everybody seems to be. So we appreciate that. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, and we're going to see you in. I don't know. It's only a little bit over a month and uh, yeah. look forward to watching some videos of you testing. So that'll be awesome. Oh, sounds good. Thanks, John. 
Yeah, you bet. I'll let you sign out and I'll wrap her up. Okay. Well, thanks, Gillian, for coming on. That was, uh, uh, it's great to see people that have been in the, in the sport for such a long time, sort of coming back, uh, looking to do some more competition. So, I mean, for all the people that say that life gets in the way and you got to do adult life, well, there's a bunch of examples, Ian Fournier, myself, Gaylene, that, uh, still find some way to do it. So, hey, some encouragement for everybody. So just a reminder again, okay? So we got a couple of things coming up tomorrow night, Rad Torque Raceway, gates open at 4.30. That's open drift. We're gonna be on the pad, uh, testing some sound, doing some stuff like that. I've seen popped up in the questions a little bit. Uh, there is no sound limit at uh, Rad Torque Raceway. That's the beauty of being next to an airport. You have jets flying over, so they don't really care and they also have a shooting range within the distance so there's guns blasting off cars popping off and uh, planes flying overhead so nothing going on out, out of rad torque and and really they are the uh they're the bread and butter of of what we do and letting us host weekly drift series of our drift days out there is is a big part of helping people get better and uh and driving driving better, improving on tandem and stuff like that. So a big thanks to Rad Torque and their continued support. Uh, Mission Raceway also, I haven't heard anything about sound limits there. Some of the local guys might chime in, but as far as I know, tracks with drag strips generally can't enforce any type of sound limit because, you know, you have any drag car light up against uh, any of the drift car and it puts us to shame for what the hell loud our cars are. So again, just uh, thanks everybody for, for watching and tuning in. We do have uh, Open Drift coming up again and our first round of grassroots is out at Stratotech. Registration is open on the SPECD website. So you go to specd.ca, find the store and then just go to event registration and you'll see the June 11th event. Open Drift is from 9 a.m. to 1, from 1 until usually four o'clock will be the top 16 and we hope to see everybody there. Also, uh, spectators are welcome at everything that we do. We do just uh, $10 admission out at Rad Torque to come and watch. Uh, you can jump in and go for some ride alongs as well, bring your own helmet. And also out at Stratotech on June 11th, we have uh, spectators open, we got food trucks out there. Uh, ride-alongs as well will be for sale. We're going to be doing something a little bit different. If you want to jump in some of the pro cars, you just got to buy a, a ticket for that. But again, we have ride-alongs there. $10 to come in and watch all day. It's going to be a great time. So we'll see you guys at the track.